Good morning. Well, this homily will be a little bit different because it will be bifurcated. Now, that's not a disease, as you well know. It means being divided into two parts. And the first part concerns the gospel that was just proclaimed in the other readings. And the second part concerns Father's Day that we celebrate today, okay? To grasp the awesome power that Christ displays in the gospel today, we need to activate our imagination. Few situations leave people so helpless that as storms at sea. And I think that's one of the reasons I joined the U.S. Air Force rather than the Navy. The Sea of Galilee, where the disciples were sailing in this case, is still known for its violence and the squalls that quickly and rapidly and unpredictably occur. St. Mark in this gospel makes it quite clear that the disciples, despite being fishermen, feared for their lives. So this storm was not a minor agitation. Yet one word from our Lord reigns in nature's brawn and shocks the helpless fishermen even more than the strong storm had terrified them. The apostles had seen his miracles. They had heard his wisdom. They had witnessed his power over the human heart. But to see this storm submit like a well-trained golden retriever, this was indeed Christ the Lord. And our Lord asks his apostles, why are you terrified? Why are you so frightened? Why is it you have no faith? So what is the lesson here? Was it unreasonable for the disciples to be afraid? Was it cowardly for them to wake up their leader who was asleep on the cushion in the stern of the boat? The answer is no to both questions. It wasn't unreasonable, nor was it cowardly. It did, however, show a lack of faith on their part. They still thought it would be possible to sink even though Christ himself was in their boat. When God intervenes, he does so out of love for us, his children. And this is what he did when he allowed his son, Jesus Christ, to die on the cross in order to save us and renew us. Life is full of storms, and at times they can become so strong and so strange that our human strength can no longer support us. And at such moments, many of us have such fear that we might be lost that those fears take over the central stage of our lives. In some cases, some of us might even lose our faith. 
thinking that God is abandoning us or that he doesn't exist as suggested by the evil one. And we know that these storms come in many different forms. The great news, the great news is that we are assured that Christ is with us to help us through these storms. There are two basic truths concerning these problems that the gospel reveals to us today. First, Christ is with each of us in the boat and is aware of the storm each of us is battling. So we know we will not sink when we are with Christ in that boat. Second, no matter how seasoned and experienced you think you are in navigating your boat, there are going to be some storms that you can't navigate alone. Christ intervened because he does care. And in Psalm 50, he gives us this assurance. Call upon me in times of trouble, and I will help you. Let me repeat that. Call upon me in times of trouble, and I will help you. Psalm 50. Couldn't be a clearer invitation to us. And that's the lesson that our Lord is teaching us today, both in his words and in his actions. When he is with us, we are safe. And rather than live in fear and complain like Job or give up completely when we are in a storm, let us ask our Lord to help us. God created us in love. He sustains us in his providence, and he saves us through his mercy. Let us give thanks to the Lord for his love and mercy endure forever. I'm also delighted to be able to say a few words to fathers on this Father's Day. I do so with great trepidation, because although, as you are well aware, Peggy and I have eight children, four sons and four daughters, equal opportunity family, <laughs> we don't know all the answers. And being a father and mother, however, is one of the greatest honors we can all have. It means being a co-creator with God when that child is born. A co-creator with God. Is there anything better? Of course, it's not all honors and fun. Being a patient and being a parent, I should say, entails getting up even when you'd prefer to stay in bed some mornings. 
but you know your family depends on you, so you do get up. It means loving and encouraging your children. It also means being willing to discipline them so that they might grow up to be mature men and women. It means constantly looking out for your family, making every effort to make sure they're being protected and educated. Thank God we have a Heavenly Father who does all this and helps parents here on Earth do the same. My dear fathers, God gives us everything we need to raise our children. He gives us hands that we can create and comfort. He gives us mouths to speak words of encouragement and instruction. He gives us eyes and ears to see and hear the good. Yet that same mouth sometimes can be discouraging to our children and to others. In other words, while God the Father gives us these tools, we still must use these tools properly as fathers. God gives all fathers a heart, a heart that mirrors his own heart, so that everything a father should be is rooted in love. And this is so whether we are encouraging or disciplining or spending quality time with our children. And we know that our own fathers can be great examples. Fortunately for me, my father was the most patient person I know. And that saved my booty a few times. And then when I'd see him at the end of a day, kneeling near his bed in prayer, I was impressed. It made an impression upon me to this day. And our Lord gives us St. Joseph, who's such a wonderful example of fatherhood. And this is the year of St. Joseph. And that's so timely because the family, that unit, is under attack by the world. It's under attack. There's division, conflict, and chaos. And we need strong men, courageous fathers, to change the culture and raise healthy, holy families. It's crucial for us to do this, and it's not going to be easy. And ladies, I ask for your help for your fathers and for your husbands, because we can't do it alone. It's essential. And we also need heavenly assistance as fathers. We place all of our children under the protection of St. Joseph and our Blessed Mother, and it makes such a difference. 
And the same goes for grandchildren as well. Place them under that protection of St. Joseph and our Blessed Mother. I think most of you are familiar with the Alpha course that's been here at our parish. Well, this fall, we're going to be offering that Alpha course first ever as a men's only course. That's going to be on Thursday nights beginning October 7th. And I invite all men, and particularly fathers, to make a point of attending this course if you haven't already. It's being designed for us as fathers. And let's take advantage of it. Today, we also have a St. Joseph prayer card, a holy card in prayer for all members of this parish. Please pick one up as you leave the church today. So my dear fathers, please make a habit of praying for your children, praying for them every day. Give them at least one hug a day and tell them all, each one of them, I love you. If they're out of the home, give them a call. Send them an email. And remember to walk with our Lord today, being hand in hand with him in trust. He is there for us to help us battle these storms and be a good father. Gentlemen, let's do our very best. Please be bold. Please be strong. Please be courageous. Our families are counting on us. Amen? Amen. God love you.